center of the universe. He's the welcome to Thrive Time with Dr. Z and Blake Clock 2. They can tell you all of the rules. We started from the bottom, now we hit. We started from the bottom and we'll show you how to get here. We started from the bottom, now we hit. We started from the bottom, now we Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio and on your podcast download. And, and Z, we are we are in store here for knowledge bombs everywhere. I can I can hardly wait for all the note takers, for all the game changers. You're going to want to get a pen and a pad because you're going to enter into the lab of Tom Peters. This this man introduced the legendary book In Search of Excellence. And when I read that book, outside of of Think and Grow Rich. And I would say service profit chain, the Harvard case study. It's one. It's part of the part of the triumvirate of business books that I've read that has really pushed me to try to be the best I could possibly be. And, if, and every time I go back to the book, it's like a wealth of knowledge. It's like this well of just overflowing with goodness and, and nug, nuggets of knowledge. And so now Tom has put together a new book called The Excellence dividend and i'm super excited mr tom peters to be interviewing you today tom how are you my friend i couldn't be better am i am i allowed to edit your initial list a- absolutely edit edit <laughs> the about, initial how about, list. how about adding dale carnegie's how to win friends and influence people i love that book too and i okay so your your book is now you just got one up in the quad in the quad of books there is there any other book you yeah, want to add funny, to that list? i was a couple of years ago, my wife and I spent the winters in New Zealand, and I was with this guy who actually had been the uh, Speaker of the House in the Australian Parliament. And we got talking about exactly this, and he said, every summer I reread Dale Carnegie to remind myself of those principles. Oh, that book is unbelievable. And by, by the way, for listeners out there who are not familiar with Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Warren Buffett did an interview on the BBC where he said that that is the book that changed his life. So How to Win Friends wow. and Influence People. I, never, I didn't know that. That's, that's, that's a triple cool. And he has a certificate, right? He went to the class? Didn't he, he go to? Yeah, Warren Buffett <laughs> had framed great. the certificate. He said he took down his college, took diploma, down his college diploma and, and put <laughs> up the certificate from the oh, class. That, that is fabulous. Listen, uh, we can hang up now. This has been a win for me. <laughs> I, that. I got what I needed. Yeah, okay. So now your newest book, The Excellence Dividend, uh, is I'm, I'm expecting it to be just a little bit better than profound. Tell us about this book, and what is your newest book, The Excellence Dividend, all about? Well, the, the subtitle of the book is actually the key, albeit the excellence word is always important to me. The subtitle is, is a little bit wordy, Meeting the Tech Tide with Work That Wows and Jobs That Last. And the, re- and the reason we did the book, I was pulling a whole lot of stuff together from the 50 years that I've actually had management jobs, uh, but as artificial intelligence seems to be swooping down on job after job and swooping down on the $250,000 a year jobs, not just the backroom clerical jobs, the question is obvious, and that is, how do you fight back, though I don't like the word fight back because it suggests defense, how do you stay ahead of the curve, what's the definition of excellence? 
And it, it ended up fitting incredibly well. You know, you suggested that In Search of Excellence still, uh, you know, still has legs, as they say. But fundamentally, the message of the new book is that by seriously putting people first, by focusing on the human side of interacting with customers, you can stay ahead of the curve, you can win, and, you know, we have, I think, some terrific examples of people who are doing it. So, you know, pull it, pulling your hair out in, uh, in the face of the AI tsunami, as some call it, is, uh, is a mistake. And I'm, you know, I'm I, 35 years or whatever it is since In Search of Excellence, I am still spouting off and I am still off because fundamentally the message has been people first, people first, people first. Exploit the technology, but if you've got fantastic people, what is true for a football team or a symphony orchestra is true for any business of one or one million people. Now, you, you, when you write a book... You, you, you get the sense, even interviewing you now or any of your interviews you've done in the past, you, you are very passionate about the subject. Uh, you know, a lot of people view business kind of a, they, they keep their emotions out of it. And for you to, to write a book, I know that you have to get passionate about it. And then you're going to dive into this massive amount of research and time that goes into. So I, I have two questions here for you. Why were you passionate about writing this book, and what was your method for doing your exhaustive research for putting the book together? Well, the, the, the passion comes from, in a way, and I know this sounds negative, and I guess it is, it comes from anger. I am not writing about rocket science. The way that I sneeringly put it is if you've got an IQ that is above freezing, you can understand the key points in this book. If, if it was, you know, years and years and years ago, I did a two-day YPO seminar. Uh, one of the guys who was there I fell in love with, his name was Manny Garcia. He was, I think, Burger King's biggest franchisee. He owned South Florida, et cetera. After two days, people were debriefing. And, you know, Manny gets up, and I really felt that I bonded with him. And he said, well, two days is a big deal for me. But in these two days, I have not learned anything new, at which point I reached for the gun that I had in my pocket and <laughs> pointed it at my temple. Uh, upon saying it, though, he said, this is the best seminar I have ever attended. It is a blinding flash of the obvious. And that's what I've been talking about for 35 years, a blinding flash of the obvious. You know, I've got a chapter on listening. I've got a chapter on training. Uh, I talk all the time, you know, there's John Julius, who I quote is a great entrepreneur, says in simple, plain language, your customers will never be any happier than your employees. That doesn't require a second grade education. And yet seven out of eight companies, small ones, big ones, just don't play the game that way. I think people, I, and Dr. Zell and I both own businesses, and I think that people don't play the game that way because either A, they don't know how important it is, or B, they're choosing not to do it. So I'm going to assume that our listeners, we have hundreds of thousands of people that listen to our podcast, so I'm assuming that our listeners just don't really know how important it is to do this. And in your books, for anybody who's not familiar with Tom Peters and his books, you do this exhaustive, maniacal, crazy 
intense, passionate level of research that goes into your book. So I want to get into the brass tacks of your method for researching and writing the book, because that, to me, is what makes your book so incredible, is I feel like I'm reading a book that might take me 20 hours to read, but probably took you 2,000 hours to write. So talk to us about your process and, well, your, and the research the, that goes you know, into one, it. There's one, one thing, this fascinating thing. I was at a dinner and there was a guy who was there, I report this in the book, and he was a founder of one of our giant uh, you know, investment banking companies. It was a private dinner, so I'm not going to mention who he was. It isn't Warren Buffett, but he's in that same league. And we were having a conversation, and he looked at me at one point, I have no idea what triggered it, and he said, what do you think the number one failing is of CEOs? And being a smartass, which I have been since birth, I think, I said, well, I can name 50, but I can't pick out one. And you could have knocked me over with that proverbial feather because he said they don't read enough. Mm. And, you know, with things changing in particular, we've got to be students. And the, you know, part, part, of, part of the way I put it is that I, I, do, I do your reading for you and save you from the thousands of books you ought to be reading and then pull the very best out of it. You know, I talk about people like Richard Branson with some degree of regularity uh, and people who have just done amazing things. And I have read every single word that Branson has written, which is many, many, many tens of thousands of words. So I talk to a lot of people. I come across examples. My favorite one in this book is a bank that was in the U.S. called Commerce Bank, now in the U.K. called Metro Bank. So it's case studies, reading, 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 and trying to boil it down to stuff that's just plain common sense English that you can begin, albeit not finish, you can begin to implement this afternoon, an hour or 15 minutes after you, know, you listen to this podcast. So, you know, for I want to get your take on this there, Tom, and I also want to ask Dr. Z this, because um, when you're in full on book writing mode, Tom. I mean, when you're, because you're an author, people say, what does it look like, the life of an author? People always ask, what does Dr. Z's schedule look like? Is it is a kind of a tycoon of entrepreneurship? What does his schedule look like? I want to ask you, as a best selling author, who, I mean, if you, if you just look up Tom Peters and you go and you just do any research at all, the, the, the groups you've spoken for and the books you've read, I mean, you're, 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 you're legendary, and I'm going to have to give myself a tranquilizer dart in the neck to calm down after today's interview because you're, you're such an icon, such a, a legend. What does it look like when you are in full-on book writing mode? What does what what, what your schedule look like during that window? Well, I'm going to answer the question backwards. Okay. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a woman by the name of Sa Sally Kralchek, who was called the most powerful woman on Wall Street. And she's written a fabulous book, and we can come back to that. But at any rate, I remember reading an interview with her. And she was, you know, always top in her class. She was clearly the smartest kid in the room. She went to work for Goldman Sachs. And she said, I walked into Goldman Sachs. I was no longer the smartest person in the room. I might not have even been one of the smartest persons in the room, but I knew that I had a secret, and the secret was I could outwork anybody. Uh, I give, I've given 3,000 speeches, and this may sound arrogant, but I believe that I can out-prepare anybody. And I you know, was reading some stuff about you, and I think we have some rather brutal habits in common. 
as I said, <laughs> speech number 3,000, right. but I have never woken up on the morning of a speech any later than 2 a.m. Uh, and, you know, I've been preparing for weeks, and I said to somebody, I would bet that between 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. when I do my audio-visual check, I make five to 600 micro-adjustments to that speech. So, the answer is, and the answer is always, and I, I, I think I know from what I've read of you, we're on the same page here, is an insane amount of preparation yes. and work. Yes. It is, it is the, you know, I probably did 15 or 20 start to finish total drafts and redrafts, and the publisher literally had to tear the manuscript out of my hands leaving blood all over the floor because I still wanted to improve it. And that, that's, that's the key. I mean, I, I, I know it's, you know, it's not very profound, but nothing I've ever said is very profound. Like, listen to the people on the front line and figure out what is really going on. Now, the sub-freezing IQ isn't even needed. Second, now, finishing second grade isn't even needed. I want to I want to tee up a question for Z here, but I want to brag on my partner here because oh, um, no. Doctor Z. And by the way, Tom, do you ever come to Oklahoma? Have you ever been to Tulsa? Do you, do you come to Tulsa often? Not not often, but the answer is occasionally. Well, if you're uh, ever in Tulsa, we're you know, taking with, you out without, to lunch. Without any question whatsoever. We, if you come to Tulsa, we'd love to take you out to lunch or harass you or take. If it's on a Friday, you should go out to Z's I would, I auto. Would, no, I would love that. I'd absolutely love that. All right, Thrive Nation, when we return, more with our interview with Tom Peters, the international best-selling author. But before we come back for the break, I'd encourage you to go to williamscontracting.com. If you ever thought about expanding your business or building a piece of commercial real estate, call will-con.com. That's will-con.com for all of your commercial building needs. Will-con.com. Stay tuned. Three, two, one. Boom! You are now entering the dojo of Mojo and the Thrive Time Show. Thrive Time Show on the microphone. What is this? Top of the iTunes charts in the category of business. Drilling down on business topics like we are a dentist. Providing you with mentorship like you are an apprentice. And we go so fast that you might get motion sickness. Grab a pen and pad to the lab. Let's get in this. It's time to bear some fruit like some Florida oranges. Three, two, one. Here come the business ninjas. Sonic boom. All right, Thrive Nation, for anybody just tuning in today on today's show, we are interviewing Tom Peters, the oh, best-selling yeah. author of In Search of Excellence and the author of the new book, The Excellence Dividend. He's a legendary business author, and we are honored to have him on today's show. So without any further ado, Chup, it's our it. interview with Tom Peters. Super Tom. I want to I want to tee up a question for Z here, but I want to brag on my partner here because oh, um, no. Doctor Z. And by the way, Tom, do you ever come to Oklahoma? Have you ever been to Tulsa? Do you, you come to Tulsa often? Not not often, but the answer is occasionally. Well, if you're uh, ever in Tulsa, we're you know, taking with, you out without, to lunch. Without any question whatsoever. We, if you come to Tulsa, we'd love to take you out to lunch or harass you or take. If it's on a Friday, you should go out to Z's I, I auto. Would, no, I would love that. I'd absolutely love that. Well, yeah, Z's, fun. Uh, it's Z's fun auto time. auction. Like these guys are going to sell on a typical fr Z on, on a Friday. How many cars will you typically sell at your auto auction? We ran about nine hundred last week on Friday. And, and, and how many hours? Jesus, about three hours. So in three hours, he'll sell nine hundred cars. And so people want to talk about woo. That's so that's so exciting. But no one wants to talk about the maniacal preparation that goes into that. 
So Z, as a, as, as a fellow master of preparation, as, as a guy, you don't write books, but you prepare. You prepare I've got for a, your I've companies. Got a, I've got a book inside me I've got to write. What? I've, what? Got, a, I've got a couple of books. Do what, it. What, what, do what, it. I'm going to do it. Tom, give me, give me the yeah, word, Tom. A, encourage me. I will encourage you. And there's only one secret. Just sit the head. I, I, you know, <laughs> Come if, on. If, if we weren't on a family channel, oh, my yeah. language would turn to pure Navy from my past. <laughs> but, you know. As one famous writer put it, there's one secret to writing a book, and that's called butt in seat. Uh, just write. Just write. And baby. the first draft will suck. The seventh draft may suck. It's completely irrelevant. By 17 or 18, you'll say, oh, my God, we may be getting there. I just want to focus on that. You know, one, one little thing that, I, that I've got in uh, my chapter on training, which gets to your point, uh, it the, the and I just well I just I love all this kind of stuff. For Jerry Seinfeld, at his advanced age, when he's done everything a million times as well, for Seinfeld to get two minutes of new material for a stand-up routine requires him six months of working in out-of-the-way clubs and other places that none of the three of us has ever heard of to get two minutes' worth of new material. And, and, and he's God when he starts. I agree with that. I, I've read life. Sign Language. I've read Sign Language by Jerry Seinfeld. I've listened to any podcast interviews ever done. I'd studied, I've studied comedy so much, and I, I will tell you that maniacal preparation, Thrive Nation, is the key to success. What I'm going to do here is I've tried to maniacally prepare Tom, for this interview. So I'm going to ask you about some of the knowledge bombs, some of your more notable quotables in your book, uh, because your newest book, The Excellence Div Dividend, is a game changer. So I'm going to read the, the, the first kind of prof profound statement here. Excellence is the next five minutes. What are you talking about? Well, that nearly was the title of the book, and I don't know whether it should have been or not. But when people say excellence, you know, the first thing you think is, is climbing Mount Everest, this aspiration to do this or what have you. And my whole point is the only... I mean, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about my life and your life. You've had an extraordinary life. I've had an extraordinary life. The only thing that you and I have in our entire life is this half hour together. The next question, my next response. So the way I like to put it is fundamentally excellence is about the quality of the two-minute or even 45-second chance conversation that you have when you walk out of a meeting. Amen. Excellence is the not is the you know is the little extra 30 seconds that you make an inquiry of a customer, ask about their kid. It, it's it's the it's you know big small beats big is one of my key themes the 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 coolest story in this whole book excuse me i'm sputtering because i'm just so like you said i'm so driven to say this stuff for god's sakes i'm 75 i haven't got forever uh i'm flying from albany new york to baltimore washington international airport to bwi a southwest airlines Pilots come in 10 gates away from my flight. Uh, pilots are always under pressure on time, on time, on time, on time. Pilots are literally racing toward our gate. As the three of us have seen a million times, 
there are seven wheelchairs in line, you know, at the gate. The pilot turns to the woman in the first wheelchair and says, would you mind if I took you down the jetway? I've got 10,000 flight legs approximately to my credit. I have never seen a pilot do that in my life. And that's the kind of thing that that woman, and far more important, me, and every person who was in that waiting room, we will literally remember it for the rest of our lives. And the question to a business leader, and it gets down to selling the 900 cars, the question to a business leader is, how do you create an environment, a culture, use any damn word that you want to use, where little acts like that are instinctive on the part of every single human being in the organization, including the people in the finance and the purchasing department. I have a funny uh, anecdotal little, little story here, Z. Uh, we were traveling uh, recently. I can't remember. Where did I just go with Marshall? To, to New Orleans. And uh, do you fly typically Southwest, Tom, or do you have an airline that you're a big fan of? No, I, I, I am a very big fan of Southwest, and one of the people I invited my, uh, or sorry, dedicated my book to was the uh, incredible, amazing, awesome Herb Kelleher, who was the uh, co-founder of Southwest and who I have a love affair with. We did a TV show with him one time. Oh. It was like one of the best weeks of my life. Oh, well, his book, the, the book about him, you know, Nuts, the case study about the, the company was very imp impactful for me. But Southwest Airlines, just objectively, has been one of the only profitable airlines over the last couple decades. And uh, Marshall and I were flying on a different airlines, uh, different airline. We'll, we'll, we'll just say they have the abbreviation AA. And we said that what they should do is whenever you get to the front desk, they should just give you a voucher that says, have a drink. Because our first flight got delayed. The next flight gets delayed. They can't find our luggage. Every time we fly, there's always a problem. We thought, at least if they could say, AA, have a drink. At yes. least if they had that as their, as their slogan. Absolutely. We thought I, that I would, would be perfect. It. They wouldn't have to change their, their logo at all. It could yeah. still be AA. Fits. Fits well. It makes well, sense. Listen, I used to do this little television show. for the. It was one of the early business shows. It was Wall Street Journal Week or something. And uh, once a month, I had a little five-minute piece. And one of my life highlights, which may say awful things about me as a human <laughs> being, was on one of these pieces, I was so critical of Bob Crandall, who was the then CEO of American Airlines, that American <laughs> Airlines pulled its ads. Thrive Nation, do you have a Ford? Does it need to be repaired? If you do own a Ford and it needs to be repaired, if you live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, check out rcautospecialist.com. That's rcautospecialist.com to repair your Ford. Stay tuned. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. Now, on today's show, we're interviewing the legendary and best-selling author, Tom Peters. Tom Peters. Who's Tom Peters? Who is that guy? Well, Tom Peters uh, originally wrote a book called In Search of Excellence, which was a runaway New York Times best-selling book. 
And now he has a new book called The Excellence Dividend. If you've ever uh, wanted to learn about how businesses work and what makes great companies great, uh, Tom Peters is awesome because he breaks down these big ideas into the small, detailed steps. He does an incredible amount of research. He does a lot of case studies, and I absolutely love his writing style. If you haven't yet checked out his newest book, The Excellent Dividend, The Excellence Dividend, without without uh, any reservation at all, I encourage all of our listeners to buy his book, The Excellence Dividend. That's Tom Peters. He's a passionate person. And so now without any further ado, our passionate interview with the passionate Tom Peters. Most people in America actually own part of American Airlines because they get more bailouts than any other airline. We're all investors. Because it's, there's an interesting thing in that. Uh, and again, this is in the book as well. The former president of Southwest Airlines, Colleen Barrett, uh, it's in my section on uh, people and, and hiring and so on. She said, we look for listening, caring, smiling, saying thank you and being warm. And per my guy rolling somebody down the jetway, she said we want that in the mechanics and pilots as much as we do in the gate personnel and the flight attendants. So, you know, you, you get you get what you you get what you ask for fundamentally. I was just, you know, doing some Twitter exchange today and there was some issue what kind of language am I allowed to use with you guys? Can uh, I do the most, the most, not as polite the as most, it might be? The most profane is, is the best way that, that Z and I yeah, well, understand. Well, this, this one isn't too bad. But, <laughs> at any, but at any rate, the question was, well, how do you get people who don't have oversized egos? And so I was quoting this uh, New Zealand entrepreneur uh, who I know. He's, he's involved with Peter Jackson, among other things. But he said, there's one secret to having a great company. And he said, no heads. And oh. you know, it's almost that simple. If you, if you want an organization that works well, there's another guy we quote who runs a pharmaceutical company, and they're not exactly known for sweetness and light. And he said, we only hire nice people. He said, there are a lot of people who have poor point oh gray point averages in microbiology, not just a couple. So hire the nice ones and leave the heads on the side. That, that Z right there. That that then he's going to shirt right there. That 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 a chalk. That's definitely a chalkboard saying. We need to get that on the wall. That's going to go on a shirt. ASAP. We'll sell it in our bookstore. ASAP. Now, knowledge bond number two. You say in your book. You say we are who we hang out with. Tom, break that down. Well, the the the, the simple point is the problem is and and you two guys are different. But from what I can tell, there's nothing normal about you. If Amen. For most people and organizations, they spend time with people who are like themselves, whether they go to lunch or what have you. And, and what I'm saying is, well, there's, there's, a wonder, there's a wonderful quote. I think the guy's name is Bobby Cox, and he's a sales trainer. And he said, you will become like the five people you spend the most time with for good or for ill. You know, it's that old one-liner, we are what we eat. Uh, if, you know, and, the, and the, way I, you know, the way I like to put it and summarize it in the book in, is hang out with dull and thou shalt become more dull. Hang out with wild and crazy and thou shalt become more wild and crazy. It was, I, this, I, I am going to tell you a story which embarrasses me. I did write about it, so I guess I'm on public. I'm... I'm Doing some news show, this was, I don't know, maybe five or ten years ago, 
and it's an economic forecasting show. Why the hell I was on it, I don't know, because I, you know, I don't even think I took an economics course. But I'm there with Fred Smith, the FedEx founder. Oh, wow. And we're just shooting the breeze before the show. And Fred turns to me, and he, he just looked at me, and he said, Tom, who is the most interesting person you have met in the, net, in the last 60 days, and how do I get in touch with them? I didn't have a good answer, and I am still embarrassed 15 years later. But a lot of the magic of the way FedEx has managed to keep up and a bit ahead of the game over all these years is nothing doesn't interest Smith. He always wants to be introduced to people who are different, who came from a different place. And, you know, the way I talk about it is, you know, so your team is in some sexy software business. Well, listen, you know what you ought to do? You should invite in for Friday lunch the guy who is the best car dealer in town. He lives in a different world. He knows things that you will never know in a million years. But instead, what the software people do, they hang out with other software people. And you know, I'm sure car dealers are the same way. They hang out with other car people. You know, you've just got to force yourself. Force yourself in any way, shape, or form to be around people who are wildly different than you are. I call it, and it, you know, it doesn't get into the political correctness thing, I call it lowercase d diversity, you know, not based on gender or what have you as much as I believe in that, but I want you to, I want your team to have, you know, short people, tall people, fat people, thin people, people who graduated from MIT, people who dropped out after the second grade. We just have to be confronted with people who are just not like us, and that is the way you learn. Uh, and none of us are very good at it. You know, Dr. And, Z. And I said, I want it measured. You know, I want to I want to know who you went to lunch with for the last 30 days. And I want to see if that group of people basically adds up to a mind and idea expanding group. Or is it same old, same old? And it's, you know, really great that the three of us get along together and we love each other dearly and we've known each other for 15 years. But. If the three of us have lunch three times this week, we don't learn a thing new. You know, Dr. Z actually started his auto auction as a result of hanging out with people that weren't like him. Because, Z, you're one of the top uh, advertising optometrists. Correct. And here you, f- here you found yourself on a cruise with who? Well, with all the car dealerships. So people that advertised, they went on these junket trips that the radio stations, TV stations would offer. And so by meeting these guys and hanging out with them, um, I thought, wow, I've got all these great relationships. How do I make money with them? And that's how I'll start auto auction, and then I'll have these guys come and you know, buy and sell their used cars, and voila! So it gave me the golden look. Didn't give me the you know the, didn't give me the business, but at least I got that golden look that's so important in business. And then you know we just kind of parlay that, and you do the right thing, and there you have it. So you're right, yeah. Tom. That's exactly right. And the thing about it is, as you're around those people, be thinking to yourself, and I encourage all the Thrive Nation out there to be thinking about that. How can I monetize this? <laughs> How can I help yeah. my business? How can I take the ball and take it further down the field? You know, uh, what can I? What's the good from them? All right, Thrive Nation. Did you know that we transcribe each and every podcast, all of the podcasts, all of them? And Chip, why do we transcribe all of the podcasts? Because that's content for your delicious eyes, my babies. Also, also, it makes us rank higher and higher in the Google search engine results that's because whoever right. has the most content is 
the king. Google's looking for that big book. And that's why that we use, that's why we use a company called endquote.net. Endquote.net. For all your transcription needs, it's the world's cheapest and fastest transcription service. That's endquote.net. Check them out. Stay tuned. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, and we'll show you how to get here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. We started from the bottom, now we're on the top. Teaching you the systems to get what we got. Colin Dixon's on the hooks. I break down the books. He's bringing some wisdom and the good looks. As the father of five, that's what I'm a dive. So if you see my wife and kids, please tell them hi. It's a C&Z up on your radio. And now three, two, one. Here we go! We started from the bottom, now we started from the bottom, and we'll show you how to get All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And on today's show, we're interviewing the legendary and New York Times bestselling author, Tom Peters. He's the best-selling author of the legendary management book called In Search of Excellence, a great book for anybody out there who runs a business or wants to. And he has a new book that he just released called The Excellence Dividend. And so on today's show, he's breaking down some of the principles that he outlines in his newest book, The Excellence Dividend. If you've yet to check out TomPeters.com or his newest book, The Excellence Dividend, you are truly missing out. So now without any further ado, our exclusive interview with Tom Peters about his newest book, The Excellence Dividend. Now, Tom, your your newest book, for anybody just tuning in here to the radio show uh, in Portland or in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Tom Peters, best-selling author of In Search and Excellence, has, re- has created a new book, has written a new book called The Excellence Dividend. And, Tom, I want to give you some opportunity, I want to give you an opportunity here to share with the listeners why every single entrepreneur out there listening today needs to go buy this book, get this book, why they need to own this book, what they can get out of your newest book. Well, you know, first of all, it it, uh, it summarizes 50 years of research and reading and talking to people and so on. So, you know, for better or for worse, it's the best that I can do. But, you know, I told that story earlier about blinding flash of the obvious. What I hope the book is, is reminders of the obvious. You know, one of the things we learned working on In Search of Excellence was this idea from Hewlett-Packard, a much younger and more aggressive Hewlett-Packard, called MBWA, or Managing by Wandering Around. And to me, that's, you know, that is the first item in my leadership chapter 40 years later. It is so easy to get stuck in an office. You know, the problems mount up. You come to work at 7 in the morning. You come to work at 6 in the morning. The desk is loaded, or not the desk, in this case, the desk is loaded with emails that have to be responded to, and you respond to them, and God bless you, that's what you're paid for. But at the end of the day, you have not been out of the office, and you have not talked to the real people who are doing the work. And being in touch at the front line, customers, vendors, employees, employees with three days seniority who are more important in some ways than those with three years, You've got to continue. You've got to kill yourself, if necessary, to always be in touch. And, you know, I, I, you know I, my, the kinds of examples you'll see in the book that I think are pretty valuable 
in, again, the, in, the, uh, in the leadership chapter, there's this reference to the guy who ran Campbell's Soup, uh, Doug Conant, for 10 years. And during those 10 years, he sent out 30,000 handwritten thank you notes, mainly to frontline employees. Wow. And, you know, when you say thank you to somebody, how long does that stick in their mind? Roughly for the next 50 years or 40 years or 60 years, depending on their age. And so a lot of the stuff in the book is reminders of the obvious. If you screw up, say I'm sorry, for God's sakes. It won't kill you. I call it the virtuous circle of apology. You know, you and I get into some difficulty. And the real reality is you were probably 70% at fault. Doesn't matter. I call you. I say, look, we had this problem. I'm the guilty party. The virtuous part is you say, no, 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 Tom. It was real. We have a love affair over the phone about this screw-up, and at the end of 15 minutes, our relationship is 10 times better than it was before the problem occurred. And it is, it, you know, there, there are, I think, two or three hundred very, 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 very practical little things. And little, again, is the key to me. It, you know, I don't talk about transformation, disruption, or what have you. I talk about thank you notes. I talk about getting out of the office. I talk about people who push the wheelchair down the jetway, the little touches that are remembered, thinking about the car world. I was in Dallas doing book publicity, and I was with Carl Sewell, who is my favorite car dealer. And Carl is still bringing them in and doing magical work. And I ran into his uh, Cadillac dealership 25 years ago. And, and typical of Carl is he bought a street sweeper. Now, why in the heck would you buy a street sweeper? The answer, in his view, is the first thing a customer will see is the road in front of, in front of Sewell Village Cadillac. There's nothing necessarily wrong with the Dallas Department of Public Works, but it's his show, his dealership. He wants the very first micro-impression that you get of that institution. to so, you know, so I talk about street sweepers. I talk about trivial stuff, pushing. It's all the small details. People remember the small stuff forever and ever and ever. And, you know, I had a guy come to a seminar of mine years ago who I'd written about, we were talking about this silly little thank you note thing. He said, I went to my retirement party. Guy comes up to me, tears in his eyes to thank me for a thank you note that I had sent him 15 years before that he had plastered on the side of his cubicle 15 years later. Powerful. When you recognize people for an accomplishment, literally, you have got them in the best sense of the word in your pocket for life. Tom, uh, you are a, a an author who, who's written so many great books. In Search of Excellence was the one that, that really got me excited. I'm 37, so when your book came out, and I think it was 1982, I was two. And uh, I worked for a company called Tax and Accounting Software, where there was 450 employees, and people were still talking the, about the book in the year 2000. Since then, you've obviously written a lot of other books, a lot of great books, but your newest book is the Excellence Dividend, which is filled with thousands of, of tiny little action items that if you apply in your business, it will absolutely change the business, transform the company, and take it 
to the next level. Where do you want the, the, the Thrive Nation to learn more about you? Where can they find your, your book? Uh, just kind of educate us as to where, where you want us to go next. What's the next step you want the Thrive Nation well, I would, to take? You know, Obviously, I would be delighted. It's the reason we're having this conversation if people bought the excellence dividend. But I, I also want to say that may or may not be in my best commercial interest that at TomPeters.com, you will find the PowerPoint decks for every presentation that I have given in the last 15 years. Oh, wow. At excellencenow.com, you will find, God help you, a 17-chapter, 4,096-slide, 250,000 words of annotation presentation on everything that I have learned. So our, you know, my belief in life is the more I give away the more that's going to bounce back to me. And so excellencenow.com, tompeters.com, uh, you know, I use Twitter all the time. I've got about 90,000 tweets to my credit, and I love having conversations on Twitter. So, A, I'm easy to get in touch with, and B, you know, I live to have people steal stuff. You know, I mean, that's, that's the key to me. This is obvious stuff. It ought to be practiced. I want you... Please steal from me. Please steal the Doug Conan story. Please get the hell out of your office and do your MBWA. I live for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you are you're you're 75 and uh, Z. I was just kind of thinking about the average here. I, I basically I've interviewed Tom once every 75 years. Yeah, that's about uh, about the average. About the, about the, so, about Tom, the. I'd love to have you on again. If you'd ever have, a, if you ever like to be on the show again, please feel free to reach out, my friend. But again, I want to thank, I want to say, on behalf of the entire Thrive Nation, Doctor Z and myself, thank you for taking the time to be on today's uh, podcast. And uh, you are a wealth of knowledge, my friend. It's been an honor having you on today's program. Well, it's been absolutely fabulous for me, and I and I must return the compliment and say, you know. Conversations like this are as good as the preparation of the person on the other side of the phone, in my case. And so I, I really, really appreciate the fact that uh, both of you guys uh, work, worked your buns off to turn this into a great conversation. It's not, it's not, uh, it ain't me. It's, it's the three of us who pulled it off, I believe. Well, thank you, my friend. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Take care. Take Bye. care, Tom. All right, Thrive Nation, what an exciting interview we just had, Chump, with Tom Peters. Yeah, he was on fire. Legendary best-selling author. The man is on fire. The man is on fire. He's got the fire that's required to... Inspire. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh. I could think about that for hours, but we're, we have such a limited time. Well, here we go. So, Thrive Nation, if you've yet to check out his newest book, I would encourage you to do it. That book is called The Excellence Dividend. Also, if you've yet to visit thrivetimeshow.com, I'd encourage you to check that out where you can find podcasts, one-on-one business coaching, in-person conferences, and thousands of videos archived oh, yeah. just for you. And as always, three, two, one, boom. Boom.